You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to day 20 of the World Cup Minute. We made it through 20 of these, Brandon, 20 consecutive pods, not necessarily in consecutive days. It was at the start. And now we have a nice, slow pace. We can enjoy every game, every minute, uh, if that's possible, two o'clock in the afternoon, but tricky uh, when you live in uh, in America. But it was a really satisfying game today. Really, I think Croatia fought hard. They made it to the semifinals. They made it to the finals four years ago. There's nothing, there's no great tragedy there. I felt like even when, when Luka Modric came off in the 80th minute, it wasn't like he was weeping as he came off the pitch. It was sort of like, I have won the Ballon d'Or. I've won, what, five Champions Leagues with Real Madrid. <laughs> I've made the finals and the semifinals. Yeah. He's this. He's he's great. And, and I think the rest of the team is full of winners. And so it was kind of more of a celebration of Argentina today. Certainly, yeah, Modric has no reason to hang his head, but for all of the the close matches uh, we've seen and the upsets, sometimes it feels good just to have a true blue, the better team just smashed the other team. And Argentina, I think the criticism, there have been some criticisms of Argentina through the tournament as maybe they're a bit sloppy and um, they're just riding a little bit of luck. To have such an emphatic win over a, to use your word, Josh, tough Croatian team heading uh-huh. into the final is going to give, assuming they face France, and there's no, we, we cannot assume uh, based on what we've seen of Morocco, but they Argentina is going to thrive off of a performance like this. And before yeah. we hit record, we were just kind of like marveling at Leo Messi and the tournament and the match that he had. He is clearly just like feeling the World Cup flow through him. He will want nothing more than to lift the World Cup. So it's just going to make uh, the final that much more mouthwatering, regardless of who Argentina play. If Argentina play Morocco, what a story that's going to be for Morocco. um, And what an opportunity it's going to be for Messi. If, If Messi and Argentina play France... What a difficult matchup that is going to be for Argentina and Messi, which will make it even yeah. a a greater test for him. Yeah, it's true. I was trying to think of what made this so different than 2014. And I think 2014 was just so dominated by Brazil, uh, obviously the host country, and and that insane loss to Germany, a, a match that we'll never forget. Right? Anyone who, who watched that live... You've never seen an entire stadium weep before. It was it was it was almost yeah. too much. It was the the like the the melodrama of it all. I'm not saying that they were not. It was just, it was just a lot watching that match. And I think 
that 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 tournament was sort of famous for having great group stage matches, and then everything kind of got a little boring when you got to the elimination stage. And Argentina sort of made that final by default, and it really wasn't. The fact um, that Mario yeah. Goza scores the World Cup winning goal is a testament to how sort of <laughs> drab. The, the, some people would remember the final to be. Yeah, it was a 117th minute goal. I mean, it was, you know, that match wasn't spectacular. And, I, I don't, you know, the semifinals were memorable um, because of that Germany shellacking of, of Brazil. But so it really wasn't Argentina's World Cup, ultimately. And in, in many ways, it was really the end of a long project, right? The sort of DOS reboot that yeah, right. um, Rafa Hornigstein's talked about. And it sort of ends... With that and the and this and this spectacular um, German German squad, um, and so how I think many that, boogers did we have to see Yogi Love eat <laughs> yeah, exactly, in the process? Exactly, and so I think that now we have this is the Messi. Well, and it's not just him because you have Mbappe too, and that's so the match tomorrow is so exciting now because, like you said, there's really no there's no losing. I mean, if it's if Morocco wins, then it's like the home country basically make, making the final. That that's the that's what's gonna, what's going to feel like. And if France wins, then it's the defending champion and arguably the best player in the world yeah. playing possibly the best player of all time. Yeah. And that's just that is like the, which would be like one of the great all time great finals, at least in terms of the kind of excitement yeah. and the and the buildups. So there's there's really no losing, uh, which is just a really fun spot. I think if Croatia had won. That would have taken a little shine off because that team, even though Kovacic, I thought was brilliant today in particular, mm-hmm. um, they're they're really impressive. They everyone admires them, but this this Argentina team. I mean, every, so they scored three goals today. The first is the the penalty, which is even that even for a pen that was it was great. Well, actually, it was great on two levels. One because the pass to Alvarez to set up the pen was beautiful, and I can't believe he stayed on side. Right, it's one of those like ones where it just. If he moves just a second too soon, he's he's offside. Yep. Uh, but he stays on, almost scores, and then he gets fouled for the pen. Messi takes it, basically shows Harry Kane how it's done, right? Mm. <laughs> it's like blast it exact same way, exact same spot, um, and uh, not 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 to dig on poor Kane. Yeah, I, I that was twisting the him. knife, my friend. I didn't mean to because I, <laughs> I I love Kane, and I, I I actually think that everyone has kind of I haven't seen a lot of talk about Harry Kane being like. The goat, or I mean, the, not the you know the, the different kind of goat, not the goat like the scapegoat. Sort of yeah, the scapegoat, right. Exactly. I was listening to uh, to the BBC six oh six live call in show, and some hilarious takes from the English faithful. Uh, <laughs> Marcus Rashford should have been on the pitch to take that pen. Um, Callum Wilson, I mean. I mean the truth, Josh. You and I know Callum Wilson's not missing that. No, he's that going to pen. But, uh, but just yeah. a, lots of wishful thinking, dreaming, and that's that's what you'll do in in hindsight. Sure. But you, he already coming, scored a pen. Like like, what, what did he, like what, he was gonna. Of course, he was gonna take it. Like uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. Harry Kane, we love you. Thank you for listening. Please leave a five star review when you're done with your vacation. <laughs> yeah. We'd really appreciate it. But yeah. um, speaking of that. England-France match, there was a lot of talk about refereeing and and kind of how questionable the refereeing has been in the World Cup coming into the semifinals and another refreshing... Garbage. Like, garbage. Referee's been fine. Like... Whatever, like the soccer foul, I guess. Like refereeing's always bad. I like I, I it's like I have no interest in debating refereeing ever. You know, it's just like no, you're trying the yeah. best. Nor I, nor I. And even in, even in close games, you just have to look the other way, and you have to you have to yeah. scrutinize your your team and their performance more than the referees. 
Uh, but just just kind of nice to see Argentina put it beyond any shadow of a doubt and, yeah. and uh, whatever. Like nobody wants to see three nil shellackings in the World Cup. You want to see very tight, dramatic affairs. Yeah. But you do want to alt- you want the conversation that comes out of those matches ultimately to be about the play. And you know, just yeah. at the start of this this pod, it's the World Cup minute, Josh. We're almost already done with this episode, but we were pretty yeah. joyful to kick things off because what we watched yeah. was a really wonderful yeah, performance by Messi and yeah and Julian Alvarez. Uh, should we should we talk about Julian for for a moment? Be- we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, let's finish. Let's fi- yeah, let's finish talking about Messi for a second. I mean, Alvarez obviously gets two goals, and I, I suppose you could call it, in fantasy, that would be an assist, right, for that, winning the pen. And, yep. uh, you know, I think that, well, yeah, I, I, I mean, just to your point, I, I am in a good mood because it, seeing a, a good team play well is exciting. It's it's always fun. It's that's why Man City. I find them impossible to just straight up hate, even though they, you know, like you know, run the league uh, often in the Premier League because they're just fun to watch. And when they're really clicking, it's it's brilliant. And it's it's just hard to like hate that, you know, and any like objectively. Um, but yeah, I think in the match today, you get the first goal, you get the second goal, which is a perfect counterattacking goal, right? Just perfect. And that that, that I think was where Alvarez really shined. I mean, that's that's his goal, right? You know, it really was. It's sort of because he just kind of stays with it, right? It takes yeah. all these touches off the defenders, and he just sort of keeps going 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 it's so impressive it's crazy that he's the backup striker for <laughs> right yeah so some people will like, say he's like 19 you know i think he's 22 actually he's a little oh, older it? than you oh, think okay. uh okay. it's, it's yeah, yeah it's it's the uh it's, You're it's the course. angels with dirty faces sort of look but um i think some people will say uh, that alvarez enjoyed a little bit of luck on that the art second argentinian goal but the amount of of balance that mm-hmm. a an attacker in his position has to have to and stay focus. with that ball, the focus exactly to follow like with the chaos of running mm-hmm. through those defenders. So yeah, a marvelous goal. Okay, marvelous. so the, which which brings us to the third goal, Josh. <laughs> Paint the picture. It, I mean, it's it's got to be one of the all time great. I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have that like kind of. You know, there's not like a minute of build. You know, it's not like one of the like um, the old um, the Maradona '86 where he sort of goes through the entire yeah. team or whatever. But yeah. in, in terms of the like controlled brilliance of what Messi does in the 15 seconds 
where he bosses the premier. Def- I mean, the articles were written about how great this this Croatian defender is that he that he bossed. You know, I, I'm actually forgetting his name right now, but you know, he's the one with the with the Batman um, mask on. You know, helping sure, his, Batman his bro- his broken Batman, yeah, probably his broken nose, um, and um, you know, so he just. It's like it's like he just kind of knows that if he keeps working, it's a classic messy goal, right? He never falls over, never, never tries to sell a foul, just keeps pushing, 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 turning, right? It's mm-hmm. like I'm sort of using my hands right now for anyone not watching on the on the YouTube, and it just it just turns, 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 and then finds a goal, and then once he does that, Alvarez just it, all he has to do is just is just touch it in, mm-hmm. and it's um, but it was just brilliant. I mean, it was really wonderful to see. Yeah, and it's the the it, it is now a a real partnership. It seems for Argentina, the Alvarez Messi yeah. partnership, which is yeah, did Mar- Martinez even get on the pitch? Maybe like for ten minutes left or something. Uh, yeah, he did, he came in like around the sixty fifth minute, but he, so he was actually a spectator for that Messi Alvarez goal. Uh, you talk about Lutaro Martinez, of course, yes. uh, not yeah. the not the various other Martinez's who are who are in the orbit of the World Cup. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about uh, yeah, Lissandro. You have Lissandro and Latoro. Well, yeah, Lissandro is the is the short center back, and yeah. Latoro is who I'm thinking of, who is the <laughs> the forward who's who scored Guile. the winning pen. Yeah, Guile, exactly. Uh, so he, but the, he's an amazing player, and the fact yeah. that he can't get minute, like I don't. So I don't, he actually didn't come on. It looks like so the fact that he didn't even come on this match is kind of remarkable because. I mean, Juan Foyth came on over him, Brandon, your boy, Juan E. Foyth. So um, just a really impressive team. I'm really excited about, about Sunday's match now. And I kind of, not that we need to have this debate right now, but it's there's just something about the way that he plays that I just really enjoy more than Ronaldo. <laughs> like uh-huh. just, just the... The fact that he doesn't try to score himself on that play is just is is it was one, is one thing alone, right? That's just it's like I can you imagine Ronaldo doing all of those things in the corner and then pass? I don't know. Maybe that's a little unfair because he did he did set up a chance late in the Portugal match, but it just it feels like this was his. And I was a little younger than I'm like qualifying this so much. It's like ruining all the all the all the kind of sharpness. <laughs> Got it. Of my take point. It to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharpen this take yeah. up, Josh, and come back. Yeah, it's getting uh, duller tomorrow. and duller as it goes. But <laughs> but it was just it was just it was, I, it now gets to be one of the signature moments of his career, I think. And he, certainly, if they win, I think that mm-hmm. we'll look back at that as one of the one of his his, his great moments. It's sort of it's going to make every highlight reel, right, for his 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 long yeah. career. Yeah, and and he will be a a two time World Cup finalist. Uh, you know, to, regardless of what happens in in the final match of this World Cup, so the legend of yeah. Messi carries on and on. So kudos, hats off to Argentina. Any mm-hmm. any wants, wishes, desires for the Morocco France game tomorrow? Well, I just I think what's what's cool is that he's Messi has been brilliant, and he still actually does not have player of the tournament locked up. Because yeah. tomorrow we get we get Mbappe out there who had a slightly quiet match, um, in, in the England match we did talk about this. I mean he certainly is he deserves some credit for the for the first um, the first France goal, but still a um, little bit quiet. And now he gets to have his his moment tomorrow, perhaps. But it's against this Morocco defense that has conceded. I, th- I believe it's one goal the entire tournament, and that was an own goal. So they've only scored on themselves. No one has actually scored on Morocco except Morocco. So um, I like it that way. You know, like it's like they showed everybody else how it's done. Like this is how you can score on us in theory, but you're not going to be able to. We're going to stop you. So it's it's kind of fun to see how this all shakes out tomorrow. Can this brilliant French attack break down this 
fantastic organized defense. And I think that's a really, to me, that, that should be fun to watch. I don't think it's going to be like a midfield battle. I think, you know, I think it's all going to be fought basically in, in, um, uh, Morocco's end of the pitch and whether they can hold off. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, cause you know, what happened today where you have the, the relatively early messy pen, it really did change the game. And then it was kind of over for Croatia from there. Um, they're just really, it was just going to be so tough for them to, to come back from that, especially with Argentina have their tails up. So if Morocco concedes early tomorrow, I could see it being a very similar match to today. Yeah, injuries are just going to be really important for Morocco. Uh, people have talked about the the system that the new manager for Morocco has locked up, and it's it's fairly interchangeable with players. But they've they've because is Sace, he did his hamstring, so it seems like it would yeah, be crazy see. for him to play. Um, see if he's this this is just the the worry for Morocco, and you wonder if they're in a position like Croatia where. Um, you know, it was it was it's been a great story all to this point until they they come up against uh, a huge jug, juggernaut of a, a team in in France. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to see yeah. uh, Morocco hold uh, hold France close for at least the first half, and then let the let the fireworks go in the second. Yeah, bring on French. I mean, I I actually I don't even want to say that because I I think if Morocco wins, that's gonna be so cool and exciting that I don't want to even go into this with like a hope for outcome. I think either either mm-hmm. way, I'm, I, I can go into this match relatively neutral tomorrow, and just I just For I sure. don't know. I hope I, ho- I hope we see some of the brilliance that we saw today from Argentina, and um, certainly France is heavily favored. But um, yeah, I was looking at the, the the like the two advance gambling odds, and um, I think Morocco's like plus three hundred, uh, which means you know roughly one out of every four times they'd win. You know, even if you sort of bring that down a little bit. I think that um, you could say roughly one out of every five times this match is played. You'd expect Morocco to go through. And one out of five is not impossible. That is, <laughs> like, that is an outcome. That's like that's like rolling a five-sided dice, right? Like, or, you know, it's... it's Isn't there a, a, a meatloaf song? Uh, there's a meatloaf song, one out of five ain't bad? Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, that's, that's what it should have been because that's just, just as good in my opinion. Um, so, all right, well, uh, that's, that's it for today. It's kind of, these, these actually are short, Brandon. We only have one match to talk about. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for sticking with us for, for 20, 20 days and 20 episodes. Um, we've got one more tomorrow and then of course we've got our, our world cup final episode as well. So, um, let's hope for another great, great match. Talk to you soon. Imagine, uh, just binging all these episodes after the world cup, uh, much like a season of Don't white recommend. Lotus, Josh. Incredible yeah. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> all right. All right talk bye. To you later. Bye. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.